You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, we're kind of talking about the monetize and social media part because as business owners, we really, really need to take care of our finances. It is definitely important. And so I have searched high and low for someone to help Small, who helps small business owners. And my friend Danielle is here today to chat all about finances for small businesses, but also we're going to talk and mix this with social media. You know, I love to chat all things social media and marketing. So thank you so much, Danielle, for joining the podcast today. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I know numbers and finance aren't things that most people want to talk about. We'd rather go stick our head in the sand, but it is such an important part of running a business. It is such an important part of running a business. And I would love if you would introduce yourself, your company, and what you do. And how did you even get started? Ooh, so I'll give you the longer introduction that gives you all the crazy background. I actually started in college as a music major, and I had an English professor that made us write an essay about the future of our career path. And I very quickly realized I was not going to be able to afford myself. And I had some friends that were in accounting classes and decided to jump over there and try it, and I loved it. So from there, I got my master's in accounting. I went into public accounting and got my CPA I've loved what I've done in in all of my career jobs that got me here, but I very quickly realized in public that working 80-hour weeks and having a newborn don't mesh very well. So then I went into industry. Being in the Houston area where I'm from, most of my experience was with oil and gas. So that's where I landed when I went into the industry side. And again, loved the company I was with and loved the people I worked with, loved what I got to do. But they went through bankruptcy when all the oil prices tanked a few years ago. And on the other side, all the financial bankers started slicing and dicing and selling things off. And then the pandemic hit. (laughs) So for me, the pandemic was definitely a double-edged sword. And I know so many people can relate to this. It was, we knew the company was going to close and I was having that, oh my gosh, what am I going to do moment? But at the same time, it was the opportunity to slow down and be with my family in a way that, if I'm honest, this workaholic mom had not done. I got to be swim team mom and get to know the coaches and the kids and the school teachers, and I didn't want to give that up. So I asked myself, how can I continue doing what I love most while also being there for the people I love the most? And that is what led me to fractional CFO work. And now I get to take everything I learned while walking with a business through bankruptcy and downsizing from a billion dollar business to 20 people by the time things closed, I get to take all of that knowledge and bring it to small business where instead of increasing shareholder value or share price, which is what you get to do in corporate, I get to help people have livelihoods and legacies. And that just feels amazing. Oh, such an awesome story. And I really do love talking to people with amazing stories like yours because This shows anything is possible. If you want to leave your job that you hate, you can, and you can use the skills that you already have. 
do you hear how Danielle was able to use the skills that she already had and say, you know what, if I can do this for these large corporations, I can do this for more people. And so I really love that. And I know so many people listening may, um, you know, have transitioned during the pandemic and started their own businesses. So there is hope. I love stories like this because it just excites me. We're all making money online, essentially doing what we love to do. And it is fun. Like I wake up every day excited to help people with marketing and my agency. It's fun. I get to do marketing campaigns and like look at the numbers and say, okay, what did this email do versus this? Yes. It's just, and this is how you are with numbers. When you get to do what you love, every day is, is, is fun. It is fun. It's fun. It's fun. But let's chat about your fractional CFO because I love this and I think it is just genius because on the flip side, I am a fractional CMO. So for marketing, and I think these type of services and things that we're able to provide to small businesses are awesome. So let's talk about, let's talk about this. Um, how are clients able to come to you? Okay. And so you are the founder of Four Corner CFO. I love that. It was there, was there a reason behind the name? What's the reason behind the name? Oh, you know, there was, it was one of those things. I wanted people to realize it's, it's all about building finance. Isn't something you just jump into and go to the end. We've got to get the building blocks. We've got to get everything in place. And Four Corners just felt so good of a fit for that. So what happened that made you say, oh, this is so needed? What was that aha moment that was like, okay, I know people can utilize this? The very first exposure, actually my very first client is is honestly a larger client. They're in the eight figures, but they, I was like, how, how are we in the eight figures without a budget? We had gotten there and it amazed me how many business owners and to no fault of their own, they're running amazing businesses, but they fly by the seat of their pants and they do everything they can and they're pushing and hustling and doing all the things, but they don't have that map, which is what a budget gave. They don't have that roadmap and they're just constantly on the fly having to make these decisions. And I was just, I was astounded how large a business can get without ever really having that financial base that I was talking about. So you went, you found the problem and you said, I have the solution. I love it. This is so good. You know, I, I really don't know a whole lot about numbers because I definitely have an accountant. I, I I did start it on my own. I did start with QuickBooks because I was not trying to be out here trying to have someone figure out things that make no sense. So, I mean, we are not financial. I we, This is not financial advice again. I right? am a this CPA and I don't tips. even do my own bookkeeping. I have a exactly. So let's make that declaration here on the, this. These are tips for you to follow. Okay. Let's make that clear. But I started with QuickBooks and so it was easy, right? And so at least that helps to categorize things or keep things consistent. And then it's time to hire someone like Danielle, okay? So I know that there's just so many things that can go wrong, Mm -hmm. that can go wrong. Okay, so we face these obstacles. Were there any obstacles that you had to overcome to get to where you are today? And what are some tips that you would give to those entrepreneurs who are ready to just say, oh, I'm done building this business. I'm going to be honest and say marketing was my obstacle. So I know for a lot of people, finance is there for me. Finance, I knew that. I know how to run a business financially from the business side. Figuring out how to get seen and known and meet people. I was like, do what? <laughs> I was like, I don't I don't know how to meet people. Where do I find people? <laughs> but it was it was a journey. And it took me getting out of my shell, believe it or not, what you see right now is, is not the Danielle of like 
24-7. There's definitely the downtime. I got to go re-energize. But getting used to being in front of people, meeting people, talking to people, and doing it in a way, realizing it's okay to be authentically you. And it's okay to make mistakes. And it's okay to show up and show people that all of that's okay. And I think I love that the most about how I market now. Yes, marketing, it's very important. If you don't show up or do anything, no one will know about you. So I always say this like every day. I think I just did a live today and I preached that same sermon. If you do not show up, no one will know. I mean, the thing that they say, if you build it, they will come. It's BS, isn't it? Because they won't come. No one will come if you just say, oh, here's my post one time. I have this financial business. Come to me now. But if you are consistent, you will you will hear crickets. But if you are consistent, at least you show up to Instagram, maybe it's TikTok, Facebook, whatever platform, and be consistent. Your people will be there because I'm sure you knew that there were business owners who were probably online and they had maybe a coaching business or a shoemaking business. I don't know, but they need a fractional CFO. They need someone to help them with their finances. And you were like, I can help you at a fraction of the time because you don't want to hire a full-time department or a full-time person. So, so smart. And so you found that solution. I'm glad you found the solution because we need the help. And so for our listeners, can you provide us with a few tips about how we can keep our expenses updated and how to make shifts in their business and budget accordingly. Just a few quick things that maybe you've seen some of your clients, some online business um, owners. What are some things that we should really look look at and take account to? So the first thing I'm going to say is to look at your numbers, period. If you're not looking at all, I know it can be scary. I know you want to put your head in the sand, but you can't do anything with numbers if you don't know what they are. So just look. Where, what are your net? What does revenue look like? Pull up a PL in QuickBooks, or if you have a bookkeeper, ask them to walk you through the PL and what that means for you. And that's going to be my first tip. The second one, when it comes to expenses, is really I have all of my clients categorize expenses in one of three buckets. And for depending on where my clients are, I do this for them or they do it with instruction. So there's three buckets for your expenses. The first bucket is going to be what I call personal perks, the things that our CPA or our tax preparer tell us to run through the business, but we all know they're not adding value to the business. They're adding value to the business owner. So those are going to be one of your types of categories, personal perks. The other one is the required expenses. I don't know a single business owner right now that can run a business without a cell phone and internet. And if you're a brick and mortar, you've probably got rent and light bills and all the those are required just to keep the business running. Everything else, when you look at your expenses, is what I would call an investment in your business. And we go line by line through those investments and identify what is this investment returning to your business in the form of time, money, or both. Because if it's not returning any of those, the second question is, and this applies a lot to marketing, will it return those and how long do I want to give it? Because sometimes things take time to get traction, but you don't want to just let something go on and on and on that's not working. So is it returning time, money, or both? Will it return time, money, or both? And if it's not, why do we still have it? Oh, so many good points. 
so many good points. I'm just so excited about everything that you said because I'm agreeing and saying yes to everything. So those are some good tips. I hope everyone was taking notes. If you feel like today's episode, definitely drop some gems. Tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let us know what you thought about today's episode and a gem that you're taking away today. So this is like my hot take question. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. There, social media is rapidly evolving. Okay. And so this demands a greater level of financial organization. I will say that this is true because the more you are visible, the more you reach more people, the more money you make, right? So what does this mean and how can social media and marketing benefit our listeners by being financially savvy, by understanding their numbers? How can they grow more using marketing? This is like a really good question. So there is a term and I'm going to use the letters, but then I'll explain it. KPIs. And if you've never heard of KPIs, they are key performance indicators. They're not normally financial numbers. They are numbers that tell us how the business is doing from an actions perspective. And when it comes to marketing, just like I said a minute ago, you're probably going to need to take some time. Marketing takes time to get traction. But if you're putting money in, you need to be getting money or time back. So how much is that marketing paying off in KPIs? And you probably know the social media KPIs better than I do, Michelle, but some of the things that we track with our clients is how, what's your following? Is the following increasing? Are you a, what's your prospect pipeline? What's your conversions? And what, how much of that is coming from whatever money you're putting in? Oh, those are really good. And my accountant definitely we talk about these things you know michelle hey what courses do you have coming out michelle what you know new things are you thinking about you know new programs new clients how are you acquiring clients all of it matters and it's marketing and sales together and everything leads back to finances so this has been a really great episode i'm so excited because i didn't think that talking numbers would be this exciting but i'm so glad danielle that you came on here today to drop some gems And I hope that the listeners picked up these gems because definitely finances, we want to be wealthy in 2023 and beyond. Okay. So take these notes so that your bank account can grow. You all know it's easy to make money online, but you got to keep the money, right? So that's what we're doing here, teaching you how to keep the money. And so I know that there are some books or resources. This is my favorite part of our podcast is were there any books or resources that have helped you during your entrepreneur journey that you would love to share with any of our listeners? Maybe it's a finance book, maybe it's a business book, but what are some books that have helped you along the way? One of my absolute favorite books is Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. I knew you were going to say that, so I'm so happy. Finance without that one. And what about this book? I mean, Can you just like walk us through like a few tips? Because I am just now really utilizing the method. Number one, this is like the number one book for all entrepreneurs. Go get profit first. No lie. Like this is really going to help you understand because if you don't take the profit first off your bid, like you're always going to be behind and you're going to feel like you're catching up. So what are a few tips that you have when reading this book? Because I know like it's not a book like that you just read all the way through. It's like a book that you read and implement, read and implement. It definitely is. And it's got so much detail in it. But the the number one thing that I always tell people when I talk to them is you have to pay yourself first. And that's the whole concept of profit first. But even if it starts with 1%, even if all you're taking is 1% and leveling that up to more, if you don't pay and prioritize yourself in your business, you are not going to stay in business. You're going to burn out. 
and then who's helping the people that you wanted to help. Simple as that. Please take notes and definitely check out Profit First because it's such a great book. I think that every entrepreneur should read it. And I'm so glad that you said that book because it's just, that is one of my favorites. <laughs> so this has been such a great episode, Danielle. I am so excited that we got to talk money and marketing, finance. Oh, I like that money and marketing. And I'm a marketing and monetization strategist. And so it all goes together. I love it. So where can the listeners find more about you and your amazing business? Um, how can they reach out to you if they want to follow you on social media? The easiest way to follow me on social media is LinkedIn or Instagram. LinkedIn is going to be my name, Danielle Hendon. Instagram is going to be Four Corners CFO. I try to keep the private side private for the family. And then the website is the number four corners CFO.com. And there's a contact page on there. I love getting to know new people. Yeah, so definitely check out Danielle. And thank you so much again for coming on today's episode and dropping so many gems. Make sure you play this episode back and go back and take notes. There are a lot of amazing gems dropped in this episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in and I will catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.